think we're good to go. <coughs> Here we are. You are you going to wear that? Hmm? Are you going to wear that? Am I going to wear this? Yeah, it's like a t-shirt. Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had somebody <laughs> on my podcast be like, Jeremiah, are you sure you want to wear this for the podcast? Okay. Is, is this is a reality gaze. That's later. Just to make sure you're good with it. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, you ladies. I, I look, I, you look really nice. We tried really hard. I thought it was a. I, I thought it was like semi-dress, but this is us trying not. very hard. Anyway, you look really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. you Opening bet. with the roast on the show over here. <laughs> You're sorry, wear sorry that. I didn't wear my best T-shirt for you today on the podcast. <laughs> well, you I should have wore my animal print today. <laughs> That's what we do, <laughs> Jeremiah. Did you wash your sheets this morning? <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Do you have a load of laundry? And what's happening right now? Well, like, you, you, you can do better. He's trimmed nicely, though. Look at that. Nothing out of place on his mustache. Okay, so now well, you're hitting now, on him. Now this is awkward. No, no. She's she's saying my dad beard is is a mess right now. I need to trim up. That's what she's saying. <laughs> no, I'm not. Nope. I see I, right through okay, it, Mickey. I see too. right through but it. To be honest, you're right. But <laughs> I know you're busy with all your kid had a birthday. You can't be out shopping for good clothes or grooming yourself. <laughs> what are you, suddenly his his gay stylist? Is this the Met Gala? Like, he's in his own home. I'm very happy to be here. Don't get me wrong. Uh, thank you. I was just, <laughs> just making sure you were dressed. I didn't know if we were starting like that. Making sure no, you're no, dressed. No, we're in it. Okay. We're, do, we're oh, in it right now. I'm, that's yeah. A, yeah. I, I, I like organic, and you roasted me right off the bat. I'm like, oh, we're, we're in this podcast. Right. We're go- i got to get my defense system up, I that's guess, right. a little bit. I can't dig out of this hole now. It's up to you guys. America's sweetheart, Vicky Barbalak, everybody. <laughs> it was this guy. No. <laughs> well, Vicky Barbalak, Sean Polofsky is here on the show. Give them a round of applause from your home, from your gym, wherever you're listening or watching this right now. Thank you for coming on the show, ladies. Well, oh, thank man. you for having us, Jeremiah. I love your show. It's really funny, and it's great to be here in, in your uh, amazing studio. Thank you so much. Yeah, you gave a little bit of an eye roll, Vicky. I don't because know. it's a real studio. It's a real space. We've been last week. We we're in this guy's uh, living room, and the lady next door was remodeling. Yeah, it was something else. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I'm gonna this have is you, so classy. While, while I'm thinking of it, grab the pull the mic a little bit closer to you. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, you don't want it that close. Uh, is that good? Yeah, that's great. Oh, just Jesus. Pretend it's your husband. Is it, is it drifting? Pop Brockman. It's drifting. It's oh, just yeah. a leaning away from me like any other man. God, I'll just hold it like this. No. I'll just pump. God. <laughs> Vicky. I'm good. <laughs> I'm very politely uh, comforted. comforted. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. You sound fantastic. You look fantastic. We're Thanks. live on just, the scene right now. I just flew in from Vegas this morning to get here on time. She did. I, just, I appreciate that. So, I know. You, you gave me a it. very like a small window of time, so I appreciate you being That's here. That's how so much grateful. I like her. I actually picked her up at the airport, yeah. which what? nobody does for anybody. At LAX, no. she yeah. did. That's yeah. old school right there. She's that is. That's Picking up friend. your friends, OG. not doing the Uber thing. you got to really love someone to not send them in an Uber. I love her. She's so good to me like that yeah. she spoils me i give her all my old makeup yeah I, yes mm-hmm. wow, that real. explains that's all a good friend. face that's a good i mean you know, it's kind of used and whatever yeah. but she she takes most it. of the time nothing happens no i'm grateful it, to have used it. makeup do they call those leftovers too yeah no it's, it's just sean's used, used yeah. makeup we sean's call used it too makeup. expensive to throw away yeah gotcha and, yeah i just take it you know how, how expensive is makeup for for like telling me as a guy who knows nothing about that like uh, let's say a month worth of makeup 150 to 200 dollars a month really for yeah. vicky 
Um, How much for you? Because I get for used. me, it's a little different. Because you know, I like to say I own half of Sephora for, by yeah. as much as I invest into their makeup, like weekly. But uh, I, good moisturizer is like a hundred dollars. So let's just begin there. We're not even just talking makeup; yeah. we're talking skincare. So. Yeah. Concealer. One, I, I mean, drop like five hundred a month. That's why the reason I save is like she gives me her old palettes and things like that. <laughs> Yeah, she, I used to eat her old food, but because when we first met, when we first met, we we met at the comedy store at the at the Belly Room, and this girl and you were a rescue comic, right? Yeah, I was a rescue comic. <laughs> yeah, she saved me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so. Uh, so we went to dinner after our first time we met. This girl was supposed to buy us dinner for being in her show, and she never showed up, so we had to buy the dinner. And I said, and I know how small she is. I'm like, you want to split dinner? I love that Vicky calls me small. And she just reached across the table and goes, no! You know, like, no! So then I watched her eat. She, like, ate one half, quarter of her sandwich. So from then on, I just never asked to split, but I would order, like, a crouton, you know? <laughs> And, and then, then I would wait for her food. to finish. Yeah. And then for about five years, it totally worked. But then about five to seven years I in, caught on she caught you. on. She goes, just order your own food. Don't sit here and look and wait for me to be done. I've had it. And because then she were you force... planning on bringing that home for leftovers? No. She, oh, never, never. No. She would you never, don't do leftovers? No, God, Not no. really. I mean, my husband will have now leftovers. Now that she's married, she does. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't really cook and I don't like to cook. And I can't. I can't since I got married, I learned to make like five dishes and I rotate them. I think now I'm up to six, but that's, it's never, I'm never going to be Julia Child. What's your top oh, dish, good. life on the line? Gun to the head, you have to make the best dish of your life. Okay. Go. My skinny chicken enchiladas. You knew I was going to say that, Vicky, because that's the only dish she's <sighs> had of mine. They're so good. No, that's, that's not true. I've had many things. I had your latkes the other day and they were delicious. Oh, yeah. My latkes are not bad Incredible. either. Oh, I love latkes. Her but latkes. They're mm. pretty good. And the secret is hand grating. You got to hand grate the latke. And, okay. But they're, they're a lot of work, which I don't like to really yeah, of course. put into a lot of work into cooking because I don't enjoy it. But people do enjoy the latkes. They're so good. Yeah, you have, you, all of a sudden you can cook. All of a sudden, you could cook. I just didn't want you know, to. I love food, but I don't love preparing at all. So, mm -hmm. like, I will, like, my wife will sometimes come home, like, if something's not fixed. She's like, "Did you eat today?" I'm like, "Ah, it's kind of busy." <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I, I would rather just wait until uh -huh. something is like fixed, presented and, to you." Yeah, and until <laughs> like I'll just like be, I'll skip a meal over like having to like really like put something in the oven or something like that. Like, I just yeah. That's Weird. a God gift. Your dinner, You're Jeremiah. Lucky. Right here. <laughs> Sire. Right this way. <laughs> Your dinner. If I'm not eating, I'm fucking. Oh, yeah. I skipped a few meals waiting for you to come home. Thank you. <laughs> We've cooked this goose all day long. Oh, very, very good. Oh, I was growing quite hungry earlier, and I decided, oh, I might as well wait till the wife comes home to prepare something for me. Do <laughs> uh, uh, you like yeah, we've man. remodeled the castle. <laughs> yes, the, the the two bedroom castle looks very nice right now. Oh, quite nice, quite nice. The vacuum lines are looking stunning today. <laughs> Has anyone seen Diana? <laughs> no. Oh. Mm. I think I noticed her in the portico as I came by earlier. Yeah. Vicky's going to I, Europe soon. I eat oh and yeah. Cook all yeah. The time. Where are you going to in Europe? I'm going to Scotland and England. Oh, that's awesome. I've never been to Scotland. Been Me to too. England once. Uh, loved it. I would love to go to Scotland someday. I've never been Super to Scotland excited. either. But they don't I, wear underwear under the... Uh... I'm going to 
touch a lot of haggis. I cannot wait. I cannot Good wait. Good understanding. Lou's going. And uh, yeah. I, when I went to Dublin for my 60th birthday, he, I said, can I can I get kissed by some... He didn't go. I said, can I kiss some Irish guys? Can I get kissed one right. time? He said, yes. And so uh, it was three years ago, and I got two kisses. Mm-hmm. And I and it, I thank him all the time. Thank you so much for letting but, me make out with but Irish now he's guys gonna be Did, was on it the full make outs did you go for no, it no it was just real kisses nice kisses and yeah, it was yeah. in public too as well now what were private. now did, how did you meet these people did they know you from no no they didn't know me from anything yeah and it was just like i was sitting next to my beautiful cousin in this one bar in killarney and my cousin's beautiful and blonde and gorgeous and so this guy comes up and he, i go look feline he wants to you to come dance with him and he was a singer yeah and and she goes no he's talking to you i go no but he was he pulled me up and then he sang me a song and then he talked to me for a little bit and then he kissed me right on the lips just like a dream just beautiful wow. yeah oh. but you're gonna have a hard a, a harder time understanding them in scotland yeah but, but well, I, mean, understand them, be, right? I didn't care yeah. though i only wanted an irish kiss i don't really care about a scottish kiss i i dated a scottish guy for a little bit but i never could understand what he was saying well, especially saying. It's when, too much yeah when i was like on the road and we were talking dirty on the phone and he'd be like oh you know what are you wearing and i'd be like uh well i have a it's a laced it's a lace pink bra and these little g-string panties and he's like oh my kick is hard and i'm like you're gonna what kick me hard and it was like my kick is hard you're gonna kick me hard no my, my, my kick, kick has never been harder in my entire life <laughs> my kick is hard it's hard to understand. Like, I don't advise having, like, sex talk with, uh, with a Scottish guy. Six to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying right now? Donkey! That's exactly what they're saying. Uh, no. Uh, no. Now, why, why, now, is it a luck of the Irish thing? Why was it an Irish kiss that you're like, I would love an Irish kiss while I'm on vacation? Because uh, I, I just, Irish men, there's something yeah. about them. Shanika and I are both obsessed. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's also obsessed with all South Americans and anybody with a tan. But, I mean, for, I mean, how about just men breathing? But all men, as well as I. But but there's specifically, we both have always been into Irish guys, like yeah. you know, just the, the sound of their voice, the way they they're just their cadence. It's the accent. I mean, it's and, accent. And they're usually really cute in Women, some way or another. We love a good accent. Women yeah. love a good accent. We love sure. Irish, the accent. British, Australian, yeah. Germans, not so much. No. But um, why do you not like uh, the German people? You want, you want me to start talking? Is your dog okay? Listen, I would, is it okay if I fill Oh, no. Yeah. May, may I fillate you no, later? I don't, no, I don't exactly. want to be six million and one. No. We're good. We're I, good. I, I would like to pleasure you later, oh, Sean. Oh, is that okay oh. with you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take you around the world with me. Yeah. Uh, oh no! In Germany, yeah. every I, single night. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! You sound like the oh, that's villain. That's really funny. Of like every like. So good. Yeah. Of every action yeah. movie. Yeah, just put her in a railway car and I take can't, her out. I can't get into the no. German thing. And I've been, that's the country I've actually been in the most, yeah. begrudgingly, just because to entertain the troops, right. whether I'm going to Afghanistan or to Bosnia, you always have to fly through Germany. Then we did a whole tour I through really Germany. I really liked Joe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank, she's in the attic. She's in the attic. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I'm just uncomfortable. I'll yeah. never, I'll never be comfortable in Germany. Sure, all the Germans just tuned out right now. You're welcome. Welcome. <laughs> every, yeah, every German viewer at home is like, oh, I really, I thought I had a shot for so really. <laughs> this is very upsetting, actually. Anyway, I guess I'll tune into a different podcast. You never get into third I base with German me, Klaus. <laughs> Chelsea Handler. Yeah. What do you consider third base? 
We've talked oh, about this, about Fizzy that. and that's I. A, that's a weird. That's the weirdest analogy of of the baseball game. Is obviously sex is home run. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's home plate. You know, right. rounding all the bases. But right. third is a very trick, tricky one. Second and third are always weird. Back so, in my day. Yeah, we're talking about that. It's 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 uh it's fingering. Yeah. Like yeah, that's it. Well, then what's second? Uh, Second your hands on the boobs. Your boobs. Oh, okay, so kisses first, yeah. base, yeah. yeah, and then and then the groping up the shirt petting or whatever. Up the shirt, heavy petting, petting up the shirt. Heavy, yeah. Oh my god, the heavy petting. Heavy petting. petting. You remember we that term? Oh, heavy, heavy petting. Heavy petting. <laughs> yes, girls. And then third base was gone. Touching, Either yeah. a blowjob or like a fingering the or something. I just blowjob never was in the mix of it. But really? It was fingering. Is that a pop fly? Huh? Is that yeah, a pop fly? fly. Yeah, the, I don't know where blowjob is. Blow, blowjob's like is seven. Is Yeah, yeah. It's well, no, you know, yeah, you know what? That is good. Um, I don't That's know. That's what we're talking about nowadays, like for kids now, like you know, fifteen to seventeen, whatever. Yeah. We're thinking like, what's third base? Is it like anal? Fist, like we, we can't figure. Fisting. We're like talking like that. Third might be eating ass. Because that's, that's what we're so, talking that's about. So current right that's now. That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. I feel. Right, by the way, I felt uh, like my voice cracked. I never say <laughs> that. I never say that. I'm so, telling like, your I wife. Was, like eating ass. Uh, uh, <laughs> you came out so smooth. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You know, uh, Peter Brady yeah. with the uh, yeah, cracked exactly. voice. Hey, have you ladies uh, ever heard of eating ass before? <laughs> do you guys remember? Do you remember that episode of the Brady Bunch when his voice was changing? Yeah, it, of course. And it was like, when it's time to change, you must rearrange. Classic, classic yeah. Brady Nicely Bunch. Nicely done. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, but it, it's definitely something, I mean, if, if you've watched the show Euphoria, which um, I've renamed because it's just a it's just a naked guy every like four minutes. So I just renamed that show Dicks. But that show is great because you you see what the kids are into today, and it's pretty frightening because they sure. know so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Which growing up we had to like we had to find out on our own about but, it. But yet there's recent research that blows me away. As I was actually reading this when I was on the plane in the New Yorker article that that people young people are actually having much less sex in a 12 month period uh, right now than they were having like five years ago. Isn't that weird? I mean, like, is it because of the pandemic, or I think so? Because not according to Euphoria. I get it, but the other yeah, that high school is lit. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> There's a, maybe a lot of reasons for it, but um, you know. Uh, it's 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 it maybe like there there's there there's you know there's could be a million reasons nobody knows you, the pandemic could be one of course but but in fact it said even before the pandemic it was declining and so what's hmm. the reason they say a lot of the guys are maybe like really into getting it off by playing video games a lot and they're feeling like that's and then that's doing enough and then there's just wait they're replacing video games with sex they're like replacing sex with video games my husband plays a lot of video games uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Hey, Vicky, you're on to something. I mean, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just uh, saying. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I mean, but it, I think it's interesting to think about. You know, like Shanika and I always, you know, talk she calls about me Shanika. How, how often <laughs> we do it. You know, what's normal and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But we're, huh. you know, we think differently. Yeah. We always have, though. We're always a little bit ahead of the game. When did you two meet originally? God, but like we don't. 25, 23, four years ago. Yeah, I was the, six. That night when we went out to dinner uh, together we, at the Belly Room, we did a show. We weren't regular. Did you yet. like each other right away? Or yeah. is it. See, I've some of my really close friends I actually butted heads with right away. Right. Jeremiah, I can't imagine you butting heads with anybody. Yeah. Well, You're like the more, world's it, nicest person. It's more. Yeah. 
I butt the, <laughs> they're butting heads with me. I'm like, hey, I'm like, <laughs> it's like too much for them sometimes. Yeah, they, Does they that make go, sense? Oh, that guy they're can't like, be that nice. He's not yes, real. Yes, yeah. yes. They're Are like, you this kidding? guy, this guy's. Oh, I've, it's happened. I've I've come in too hot way yeah. too many times in my life where yeah. people are like, this is too much. I'm surprised. No, it, it happens. I've never. Especially I think the I, darkness of the, a lot of comics express and, and just build around themselves. Sure. And then you walk into that with your little light light going on, your happy little light, mm-hmm. and they're like, turn it off, please. Yeah, turn the, that the, off. You're like, what's, you're what's, what's up with this dude? Yeah. It's like a, it's like yeah. a red flag for yeah. them. Like yeah. sometimes if I'm like, right. if I like, if I go out of my way to meet somebody or something, they're like, well, what does this guy want from me? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want anything. Yeah. I'm just saying what's up because I've been in a similar situation where it sucks to be the new kid mm-hmm. and you're just standing around and nobody, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I try to remember that. Like when I, when uh, I see like new comics at the store or whatever, I try to remember that. Like, man, I've been, I've been there, you know, that sucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just kind of like being, feeling out of place all the time. Mm-hmm. Or am I stepping in the wrong area? Am I like walking on, like, you know, am I running into the wrong people? You're just like trying to get by. Exactly. No, but you just got, you know, she's right. You have a bright light about you and sometimes people, that are just that magnetic and friendly. And I don't know, because comedy is kind of, it's it's a dark business. And people sometimes don't know how to react. Like, why? Why is this comic so nice? Or why are they not just, you know? And I don't know. That's 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 the beauty of you, I think, for sure. But we, yeah, Do you but want me to when, go to third base with you we, right now? Did I just yeah, grease you up like this. that? Get, get some cream for your fist. I'm so hot right now. <laughs> Yeah, you have no, to do it with a German accent, though. I really want to watch We that. want to eat your ass. Listen, I've been wanting to go to third base oh, for a long no. time. <laughs> so I would really appreciate I have never made it past second. I got uh, a shortstop <laughs> called me out one time and sent me back home. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of a cock block, but all right. <laughs> Can you end that with Yudin? Because uh, that's like every every movie they love to that's the only word i understand in german is pros which is which is cheers and then juden what is juden jew really yeah yeah watch mm. schindler's list oh. and then they're walking by and they're like oh yeah that's all that's all my to-do list to do soon <laughs> yeah i'm never in a good enough mood to hey, watch schindler's list. your child they'll that, love it I, I obviously people told me for years how good of a movie it is uh for you know uh, I can't bring myself to watch it because I know it's going to be so sad. Like, yeah. I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sad, but it's, you know, somebody doing something good for the people. It's yeah. kind of like Hotel Rwanda, right. which was another extremely sad, shocking movie. Yeah. And then, you know, but you do see that some guy stepped up to help people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Shanika uh, always is amazed at how many things I return after using them and things like that. So she always says that she wants to write a book about me called Swindler's List. Swindler's List. Swindler's List. So are you the type of person who, like, let's say you have a comedy show and you need a proper or something like that. Do you use it and then you take it back? Because I've I've had buddies who will buy wigs or buy full on costumes for like a bit and then they return it the next day after they use it. Jeremiah, it's way bigger than that. Vicky, do you want to tell about uh, your daughter's wedding? Yeah, yeah. The other, like, you know, I was just like one time I was at a couple of play setting shorts for one of my daughter's weddings mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara. And I was paying for everything myself. And, and I, everything, I miscounted. So I had to run over to uh, Macy's. Uh, no, it was a cost. Uh, Pier One Imports, but they were open. Pier One Imports and buy two boxes, $50 a setting. Uh, and then. <laughs> 
and then I had to put, but they matched it. I put them on the table, and then after the after the wedding, I had to abruptly ask the people that were eating out of those plates to give me their plates, and then I had to go wash them, put and them back in them. the box during the ceremony, during the reception, during the, the reception. Day? Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm asking the people, "Are you finished?" I'm like clearing their plates. They go, "What?" I go, "I just need your plates. If you're done, I just have to wash mm-hmm. them real quick." So and wash them back. I wash them, put them back perfectly in the, in the box. box during the during the reception. Wow. Yeah. I had to be out of the room by 11. That was pretty hilarious. I mean, <laughs> how much money did you save by returning them? Oh, that would have been like $100. Yeah. I could never have afforded that. Uh-huh. I mean, the other things. Like, <laughs> Wait, sometimes, $100? like sometimes, like if you buy really expensive, like like everybody can do this. Like you buy really expensive things at like Whole Foods, like, yeah. you know, like a salmon, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they say if you don't like it, so you just go, you know, it really wasn't, it didn't it seem wasn't as up to good par. to me. Yeah. Oh, here you go, ma'am. Here's your money back. You don't have to even bring the salmon back. Vicky's yeah. other hobby I'm is just returning. It's never as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it never tasted like $74, I'll tell you that. You know, Vicky, she she lives in a trailer park, a very nice one. Yeah, I've been but so her life for so long. My, my family, so uh, all my family in uh, Des Moines lives in, Des Moines, in a trailer park. I love Des Moines. Yeah, yeah so <gasps> we so they lived in uh, they live in double wides and stuff like now, that. Now, do they and, have a, a, a shelter for tornadoes there, at the park? Yeah. I uh, yes, I think um, there's like a community center that's like I think that that's their and they shelter got one. area. Good because yeah. my mom's from a little town in Iowa, and uh, I was there during a hurricane, a, a tornado, and it was a big one. And yeah. uh, I I went to the library the next day and asked the librarian, I go, "Are the people in those trailers okay?" Kind of it's in a gully. It's just some trailers, like 15 trailers, not a nice park or anything. Right. And she goes, "I don't know." Like nobody care. I'm like. I was like, geez. But I mean, that's to live in a trailer in Iowa would be a, for me, I'm so afraid of uh, tornadoes, but they, thank God they have a shelter. That's Have you perfect. seen one in person before? Uh, that night that I was there at Uncle Rich's house, we came through. It, it knocked down like a tree between two houses near us. We heard the, and I've seen one when I was a kid in Illinois as well, visiting my grandparents. But I don't know why I don't. I've just, because of, like in my trailer, the first time I bought a trailer, uh, Lily was a little girl. Emily was a little bit older. And the very first night, the, there was a big wind. And I yelled, Lily, get under the table. <laughs> I yelled, get under the table, the wind. Yeah, I uh, I've never seen being from Kansas. I've never actually seen one, but really? we had so many tornado warnings and watches. Uh, where one time at the community college that I was going to, uh, they said that there was a tornado warning in effect, mm-hmm. and I drove home. And my mom's like, "What? Why did you drive home?" I was like, "I didn't want to be stuck there for hours." And she's like, well, "What? If, what if you got caught?" Like, I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm home now." Just, I'm like, "Well, don't do that again," you know. Being from Oklahoma, I, I've i seen tornadoes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see them from far away. Like, they weren't in my neighborhood, but I have seen them before. That's and scary. it is weird, you know, because yeah. they do the tornado drills growing up, as you would know, in yeah. Kansas, and where they ask you to file out. They have someone open the window. So one person was assigned in the classroom to open the window when the tornado's coming so the glass doesn't fly. So you open the windows, everyone single files out, you go in the hallway, and then you duck under the lockers where shit can fly out and hit you in the head. So I don't know why that was a thing. Yeah. It wasn't under your desk, it was go in the hallway and then duck under the lockers, cover your head. And that was always ingrained in me. So when I moved to LA and I happened to be here with, was it the 98, what was it, 93? 93, yeah. 94 earthquake in Northridge. Oh, right, right. And I was living in Pasad- Pasadena at the time, and I didn't know what it, it was. 
And when I realized it was an earthquake, I didn't know what to do. And instead I got into tornado position in my bed with just my my hands over my head, which yeah. I don't know how that would have helped me if the earth was to swallow me whole. Yeah, that would have been a rough one. Yeah, yeah. One of the first uh, earthquakes when I was fresh off the boat from Kansas uh, to California, the first earthquake I experienced, uh, I was working back at Starbucks back in like 2009, turned on my car. Right when I turned on my car, an earthquake started happening. Oh, I thought something was wrong with my car. That really yeah. early morning one, the big LA one, was it that one? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And I literally, I, I thought that I was like, oh, my car's falling apart. Like the yeah. end, like the whole car was like moving. I get out of my car, I pop the hood to look at the engine to see what's wrong, and I start feeling discombobulated. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, and I'm like, what's going on? And then like, like I went inside uh, of Starbucks, and they're like, did you just feel that earthquake? I was yeah. like, is that what that was? I thought my car was breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank God it's the earth moving and yeah. not my car. And not my car. <laughs> I mean, that car was like all I had, so yeah. I was grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I was freaking out yesterday because I'm like, you know, because of the nuclear threat right now. And I was thinking to myself, how are we going to know the difference between a nuclear attack and an earthquake? It could be either one. Oh, just like you know? the recoil and the shock. The bomb or yeah. the quake. I mean, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I'm just eating everything I can right now. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm saving the planet by eating everything. So I figure if I eat. And my leftovers. Yeah, if I it's eat not all a cheat day <laughs> if you're about to die. Hey. That's what I'm saying. And then, then because I'm going to gain 80 pounds, we're not going to die. And I'm going to be left saving you guys and unable to ride an airplane <laughs> well you know we have our priorities straight it's good I'm just helping y'all out yeah thank you Vicky. stopping to pop eyes on the way us. out here we're gonna hold on yeah. to you thank, thank you, you. Yeah. I, I am becoming like a buoy for mankind exactly <laughs> you're welcome i think that's gonna be on your gravestone yeah vicky barbala yeah you're the titanic yeah. door yeah. that we're all trying buoy to for man. huge mound coming out of the earth too <laughs> they can't there's they have to it's gonna come out Stop on top it. of the earth as well as bottom my huge 800 pound body stop from it saving the planet you're ridiculous how long had you been doing comedy before uh the agt stuff because 20 years 20 years that's so cool yeah that was such a break you yeah. know because uh i didn't start till i was 40 like 38 you know exactly you know but really you know and uh i i didn't know that was a bad idea and and so when it just was such a lucky break and like shanika always goes if you're on AGT, you have, some, to have something really pathetic. But I didn't know. Not pathetic. I, you have, you have to, to have something. Tragedy. Sad, tragic and story. I didn't the know. The story I, is a very important right. aspect and of all that for I sure. I didn't even know I was pathetic and tragic till I was on it. <laughs> I'm like, the oh my God, like, I'm so this is great. And tragic. <laughs> I'm like, old and I live in a trailer. I'm in a fat. <laughs> and, oh shit, I should win. And when I went to see her during the live taping, and it was like right before the semifinals, I was like, you know, she was up there and they were talking to her and I thought, oh my God, you know, we started yelling out like, you know, uh, say your uncle was your father or, you, you know, or, uh, 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 Get get a get a terminal illness. You just got diagnosed. Like we're just. She's I'm trying to you're think. Like, leukemia. You're like every. We like add. You gotta add. Like just her living in a trailer or, or growing. You know, starting stand up later in life. Yeah, it was all, I just it was enough and, tragedy. You know, for them. or rejection. They were thrilled by it, it wasn't enough compared to the people that like lost their parents in an right. automobile accident. One girl had like uh, she had uh, is it COPD? She was gonna like die. Cystic fibrosis. She was gonna die in a year like people stepped up their, get, their tragedy a, game I did a comedy competition that I got second in um, very funny comic uh, his name is Chris Cope uh, he has a great bit 
that's very funny about how he uh, is a cancer survivor. And I'm like, it put him over the top. We both had killer sets, but I mean, like, mm-hmm. that's such a great. Not going to be you, you the cancer I mean? survivor. I think that's what put Tig, Tig on the map. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I'm not saying, you know, she would trade it, but. I mean, but yeah, I, I think you, you can make this. Who is that really funny girl? Laura. Oh, she Ingles does, Wilder. She, yeah. She does this joke about well, my mother had cancer. She does that funny. But yeah, if you I used have to watch cancer, that show, by the way, a lot. You, but if you don't have cancer, you cannot do a cancer joke. Uh, we all found out that. We all know that. You can't do oh, cancer jokes. Oh, for sure. There's certain things that like, if yeah. you haven't gone through it, no. like it's hands off. No, you yeah. can't do it. Well, yeah. give me about a year, Vicky. I'm sure. You're never I'm again. working on some new yeah. material. <laughs> Every day I wake up this morning, I'm like, today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> How's my tumor? <laughs> every day I call Vicky and I'm like, this is it. I've got a, something on the back of my head. Day. That sounds like a weird comedy special, like, How's my tumor? And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like making a face. I'm like, <laughs> that's like actually a, uh, thing. Yeah. a new show on TLC. Oh, yeah. really? It's called How's My Tumor. How's my yeah, tumor. How's my tumor. yeah. yeah. Sean, cool. Sean Polofsky. <laughs> uh, I, I, my finger's hurting. It's cancer. Every day. Every day. I'm like, you know what? It was cancer last week again. But you know, now it's Always. spreading to my husband yeah. and it's so he funny to hear well yeah like you know I'm, I'm paranoid I, I I worry I'm a Would hypochondriac you, I was gonna say are you a hypochondriac yeah a little bit yeah. I mean I worry you read about things I'm a doctor's daughter so I know like shit can happen I've had some things happen to a lot of friends yeah. so you know you just kind of put that in a file and it goes into my brain and each day I'm like oh my god or I watch a lot of like TV or reality TV or movies and you're like what is this disease and can I get it so I wake up every day and I'm like oh my god is this the day and now it's I talk about it so much my husband is a pretty easygoing, quiet Brazilian guy now he's like oh, look at this thing on my skin do you think I've got cancer and so now he's kind of picked up it's the like a tiny man- little speck and yes. you're like what are you talking about yeah he's yeah. picked up the mannerisms so I'm not proud out of it, but it, it does exist in it's me. It's contagious. Ding, ding, jinx, you on the six pack. Hey. Yeah, that's, that is wild. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always affirming that, you know, you're, you're not, you're not. And so far, you, I've been correct. <laughs> I wish we'd put money on it. But I go times. to the doctor a lot. Do you? Yes, I'm, I. She does I, not. I'm, I do not, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to be going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. My wife kind of forces me to uh, remind me to do appointments and stuff. Got yeah. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate be it. preventative. Yeah, preventative. I know. I know. And change your sheets, Jeremiah. Change your sheets. Change your shirt, please, <laughs> Jeremiah. What are you doing? You couldn't even put on a good velvet suit coat for us. <laughs> I know. What did you think he was going to wear a blazer I like just, Lou? I didn't know that it was a casual, such a casual. So I now I know, and I wish I wouldn't have mentioned it for sure. <laughs> but I, I, lo- I love I your listened. husband, by the way. I, oh, he, I love Lou. Everyone loves he, Lou Brockman. He was blown away by your playing and singing because we, we've been listening to you. But I, I've been, that's the thing. I've only listened to the podcast so if i'd have watched i would have seen how you you dress but he thinks <laughs> he can't believe how good you are oh yeah i mean so uh if you don't know so lou uh for years was the uh the resident uh piano player he at, still um, is still he is still, he still is yeah. yeah oh the last time i i think the, i missed if, him the last if, time I if went i'm there. on the road he comes with me a lot that's what it but, is but if he's i missed him the last time and or i if just it's thought tax that he, season yeah tax <laughs> season yes he's tax season, he too. stays there and does the work oh okay yeah, they cool. made it real sweet for him that's amazing so he he's the resident uh, piano player at the La Jolla Comedy Store and I have had 
literally some of my favorite sets in comedy and favorite memories with Lou uh-huh. uh, at the La Jolla Comedy Store. It's one of my favorite clubs in the nation. Yeah. And uh, we've done it a couple times where he said, hey, uh, he said, uh, will, you, will you bring your sax down the next time? And I, to, I was headlining, uh, like at the end of the night, I would, before, as people were walking in, I would just be in the background with Lou. We were playing That's off right. each so other. Cool. And uh, it was really interesting to see people really not pay attention, really notice, like, kind of later in the show, like, wait, isn't, aren't we seeing that guy later that tonight? That is so cool. Yeah. And it was cool because, like, Lou, he's he's so good at just, like, he's like, like I'm going to set you up, and then, like, you can do a little, like, solo here, and, like, it's cool. He's just so fun to work with, and he's just got such great comedic timing where he's just fun to play off of, you know? Yeah, yeah. he is such a well, good I, guy. Well, I don't call him Lou. I call him Pot, Pot Brockman, because... He yeah, he loves weed and he's loved weed oh, since yeah. I have known him and he's always high. And so you can never always in I, a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Can never call him Lou. It's always like, let's hear it for Pop Rockman. He's high right now. It's always. I have tried for seventeen years to bring him misery and it is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely impossible. The guy is the happiest yeah. guy. Yeah, we had our anniversary yesterday. In yeah, Vegas. Oh, 17 years. 17. So fun wow. I can't believe it. No one thought it would last. No. Because I never last. I did. I thought it'd last. And I went to help yeah. Lou get the, the wedding yes. ring for Vicky. Because when he'd first looked at rings and he'd picked, you know, something within his budget, Vicky was smart enough, you know, I was smart enough to go with him to be like, okay, I'm going to be the Jewish girl that strong arms Lou into a bigger ring. And that's exactly what I did. And I didn't have to actually strong arm him. When I picked the bigger diamond that was more expensive, I said, this will look, you know, she'll really like this one. He goes, oh, yeah. All right. That'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then Shanika goes, now, when I was in Iowa taking care of my uncle who's sick, I come back and I know she's with him. I know they bought the ring. And she told told her, she goes, now, you get, you do something really nice for the proposal. You do a nice job with this big ring. You do a nice proposal. <laughs> so I get I get off the plane from Iowa. He picks me up. We get home. I put my suitcase down, and and we're at the old trailer. And he goes, uh, "You want to go out? You want to go outside in the porch and get high?" I go, "Okay." I go outside in the porch, and he just opens the ring like that. I mean, that I literally go. That was his proposal. I go, "That's my proposal. You want to go get high? That was my proposal." <laughs> and he goes, "Well, look, it lights up." lights up see it lights up i had to do it outside it lights up like that was my proposal like, but, no 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 get high for life with me <laughs> <laughs> but looking back you know I, I always am jealous of these beautiful proposals but that was a perfect proposal that luke could have given me that was him it was very really him you know what i mean what do you die yeah. yeah well yeah. what are you gonna do yeah it's uh, so, i guess it's time to settle down <laughs> Yeah. And the reason I think he married me is because up to that point, for, for like five years, I was charging him $700 a month to rent my pop-out room that we built behind my trailer. So he lived in like a California patio room for 700 a month, which made my life so much better because I had two kids and living off stand-up. And then when he married me, he stopped paying rent. So I'm thinking... I hate that when that happens. I know right? that's, that's why he did it. I know that's why he did it. It took me a while to figure out, but the, I'm like, damn it. The, the, he quit wanting to be when you, you as landlord. 17 and... years at $700 a month, how much money I have lost just to... But you know what, Vicky, you could just return it to Kohl's once you've, <laughs> once you've used that shirt. So you can make up that money. 
I've used tried. makeup. And, you know, they got married at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. That's what was it. It was an awesome Did wedding. Did you really? Yeah, yeah Mitzi really Shore fun. was Mitzi there. Came. It was pretty incredible. We had a two-drink minimum, and uh, <laughs> it was really fun. It was really That's fun. so cool. What what yeah. comics were showing up like to, for the wedding? There? A lot of people came. Brian, like Brian, everybody, everybody that was there came. But the most important person was there. Shonica yeah, was Shonica. there, and Mitzi, and it was it That's was so cool. really fun. Is that one of the first weddings that's been done? It at... was one of the first. Then there was a couple after that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, one of the waitresses. Um. If she was and a and a, a bartender back, Dan mm-hmm. and and uh, and then I think one other person might have gotten married there. Yeah, but it was oh, really interesting fun. that someone cool. else yeah. chose that. And yeah, it was just yeah. Now was, who played piano that night? Uh, Lou had a band for okay. the party, but this old woman named Carrie Baker who was amazing. She was a piano bar lady in San Diego. She was she was a stenographer at the Nuremberg trials. Such an interesting woman. <laughs> wow. She was really trippy, and she was like eighty five and had big black hair, and she played and sang beautiful. And she I loved her, and she <laughs> Lou she, hired because she, she had like a that, bit that of rasp you make her, her voice you too. make her sound like that dino from you remember the show dinosaurs yeah like that old the one she that selma diamond played right. she'd go queen of the she was just when i'd come in this the club the red the red fox room in this old place in san diego i'd come in and she'd always go trailers for i'm queen of the road and, and she was awesome <laughs> so she played me up the aisle and she was i don't remember her she was she was on piano. I don't think you ever really went to the Red Fox room and knew her. But she was at she was singing at she your wedding. She played me up the. You know what I remember yeah. at her wedding is that um, right. some old lady tried to, when I went to dance tried oh. to steal my camera out She'd of my stole purse. Her camera. Kind of like do you remember from Dirty Dancing when they bust the two old people who were stealing jewelry from everybody at the. At wherever they went for the vacation, yeah. that's like it was. Whose she mom was that? She was an old woman comic. She was also a comic herself and worked with her son Apparently. Terry. These Orange County comics, and I'd known him. We used to do these AA rooms together, and so I invited him. I didn't know she was a kleptomaniac. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't mm. believe she took it. Yeah. and then my dad heckled the whole wedding. He he was a pro football player and he had a lot of brain injury, and so uh, during <laughs> our wedding, he kept yelling, "Give me my money! Give me my money!" <laughs> As your father because, does during your because wedding. Because I had to kind of conserve his money because he gambled. And he kept screaming, I want my money. Pete Barbalak. Wow. Good time. Good time. People, shout out to Pete Barbalak. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Definitely. It was a fun wedding, though. Whatever. Yeah. So good mind. Her, her dad was funny. Remember the time? We were at the commie store. You were in your convertible. You brought your dad. Was it when he didn't have his legs yet? He or had he his got, legs in. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, hi. He goes, Sean, sit on my lap. Sit on my lap. And I I looked at Vicky like, don't father wants me to sit on his lap. And I was like, okay, Pete. (laughs) Like it was. (laughs) At mom's funeral, he pushed you onto his lap. He had no lap. He sure loved his Goldschlager, though. (laughs) Loved Goldschlager, her father. It was hilarious. Yeah. Where'd you guys get married? Uh, we got married in um, Northern California. It was outdoors, That's where my, right? Uh, uh, kind of. There was moments where we had like the reception was like it was part outside where you could walk in and oh, out of the pretty. church. Yeah, cool little place uh, up uh, near Danville, California. Uh, was that like yeah. three or four years ago? Three. Uh, right... We're coming up on five. What? Yeah. This this uh, this uh, this October will be five years. Ago. That's wow. Awesome. Yeah. God, that blew by. I know. Got a baby now. Mazel tov. Thank you. I know. I think we should get into this next segment that's called Wig. Wig. <laughs> Dorita Lockless. 
live in the Las Vegas lounge today. Dorinda Lockless is here. <laughs> With her partner in crime. <laughs> Rachel Feinberg. Rachel, Rachel Feinberg. And it's just your pal Scallywally on the keys over here. <laughs> oh, Scallywally, you still have it. You still have it. You're never going to lose it. Thank you, babe. It's great to see you. You two look cool as hell tonight. Oh, thank you, babe. Scally, I'm really loving the highlights. Thank you. My sister cousin made them for me. <laughs> That's so beautiful. <laughs> now, this time of year is a very special time of year. A lot of tourists coming into the lounge lately, right ladies? Yeah, uh, it's a favorite time of year. Uh, unfortunately, I forgot to get wax this morning, but uh, <laughs> I'm just kind of preoccupied with my own scratch. But, and uh, how unwaxed are you? I, I am, I'm, I'm, I could file my nails, honey. I could file my nails. But that's what people are thinking about when they're looking at old Doretta. <laughs> old Doretta. Old Doretta. In Hebrew. Oh, you make the Hebrew so sexy. So sexy. Remember the time we had the Hebrew review? Ah, oh, the Hebrew oh, review. The whole town came out. Motown signed right away. It was great. It was one of the best nights ever in this town. Hebrew night at the lounge. <sighs> yeah. But Sarah tried to ruin that evening. Do you remember that? Of course. She came in Skank. wearing her best shadle. Jesus. <laughs> Try to steal everything from you. Yeah. <laughs> Just because she's got a pretty face and a nose job. Ten years younger than us. <laughs> well, 20 than me. Take your shadle somewhere else, Sarah. A little ass of hers. Ass. We little ass. Her. We'll never have her back. Never. Never. Kid's still got it, and he's still got the magic on the keys. Oh, Loretta. Doretta. Oh, Doretta. Thank you. Loretta and Doretta. Oh, <laughs> Doretta and Loretta. Sometimes I get confused when I'm, I'm talking to different exes of mine, and you know, Doretta and I go way, way back. That's right. Everybody goes way back with Doretta. I remember when you were just a child. Not even allowed to come into the bar. I had I to bring you inside. I remember, Doretta, because you used to be my babysitter. That's right. I taught you a little bit about cigarettes, as I recall. Barely let's, legal. Let's just say Doretta taught me what base was what on the baseball field. That's right. You gotta let them know we're young so they do it right later. I've helped a lot of young men. Watch your balls, Doretta. That's right. Watch your balls, Doretta. Watch your balls, Doretta. In Hebrew, that's Hamashta. God. See, they've been doing this act around here in Vegas for the last 35 years. And, uh, you know, basically, one of them says something dirty, and then the other one says something dirty in Jewish. That's basically the act. That's what we do. It's called a black and white. Black you know, like white. a black and white Jewish cookie. It's a black and white sex joke. That's yes. basically. I had a black and white the other day, and mm -hmm. it was tasty as all get out. It is I love a good black and white. It is mm -hmm. definitely. We, we made a new cocktail involving a black and white. Yeah. Oh, really? It, it vodka. Uh, vodka, Sprite, Sprite, no, Manischewitz. Manischewitz, vodka, Sprite, Manischewitz, and a black, Sprite, half and half black.
black and white black cookie. white and it's called Best. the temple it's called the shirley temple bethom shirley temple bethom if you go to the uh we don't have a website. Never mind. No. Forget it, Loretta. No website. I hope you guys all wrote that down. Just a black and white cookie. And sometimes, rugula. Mm. I love me some rugula. Love rugula. And that's just also the name of my meth dealer down on 24th Street. <laughs> rugula. When he plays the high notes, it gets my, my lady parts all tingly. Does it do that to you, Loretta? Oh, I, I barely have my pants on. There you go. When I play the high notes, it makes the ladies go tingly. Yes. And I then ask if they are singly. <laughs> I say, what are you doing later tonight on the town? Mm. And then I say, are you down for brown? Anal sex. Anal sex in Hebrew is Hitukaka. Yeah, I'm just hanging out with a couple of my best friends and also slash my babysitter who taught me a lot of sexual things from when I was a kid. And it's a complicated relationship and now we have a nice working relationship. Absolutely, yes. I told you it all sort out one day and I was right. You were right. You know, for one of my honeymoons, uh, I think it was my second honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was my first honeymoon. The, my husband at the time, he, when we were, we were about to be married, he kept telling me he had a wonderful, wonderful wedding gift for me. And oh, he would present it to me on our wedding, wedding night. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a long time ago, you know, when well, Dorette was, was really young. And uh, it was very odd back then. But for our wedding gift, we had rented, a, a, we, our uncle had given us an RV to take up the coast. Mm-hmm. We were in this beautiful coast parked in this thunder and lightning. Was and it jewelry, Dorette? And I expected jewelry. I expected a Tiffany's box, something like that. Tiffany's, Dorette? And then he said to me, for your wedding gift, I would like to give you anal sex. Oh. I'm like, that is my gift? I was like a Catholic girl. I had no idea what that was like. I thought that was so perverted. It was so disgusting. I, I, and he tried it, and it was so big. I went, and I, oh, I hit in the f- front of the RV for for 20 hours. Anal sex. Ugh. That's terrible. I like, it's a, and I try to ret- you can't return that. No, you can't. Ugh. You can only take it. Ugh. Doretta. Mm. Those were some magical words spoken by the one and only Doretta. Doretta. Oh, those were the days. You know, there's some people like Da Vinci who are masters of their art. And there's some people who are like Confucius. Mm. And Doretta is the latter. Because yes. sometimes you don't know what the hell she's talking about. No. But then you start to really muster and start think is she on to something <laughs> that's what i told you when you were just a boy just listen to doretta listen to doretta oh doretta oh doretta doretta oh doretta we're gonna be going for nine more hours tonight if you guys have any requests <laughs> Just let us know. Make sure that you tip us. We just set up a Venmo account on the corner of the stage if you want to come over and scan it with your phone or anything like that. Or hear more dirty words in Hebrew, like taint. What is taint Taint. in Hebrew? Shmecha pecha. Don't 
touch the or wash your shmabacha. They don't even let her in temple anymore. She can't even go. She's not even allowed. She just does the Tourette's dirty words during all the ceremonies. Hey, got me through Hebrew school now, didn't it? Yeah, and camp. Yep. I think you should write a, 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 a sort of a guide to young girls with my camp days. At you your know? camp? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what, what, she yelled my daughters when they were small. She gave them good advice. Oh, well, really? What kind of advice did you give her daughters? Well, she told Emily not to have sex during high school because mm-hmm. of what would happen. Because it feels like a, a bat with acid on the end of it. And, you, and they're just going to break up with you. Mm-hmm. And it was good advice. Yeah. Which, I thought that was solid advice. Which Emily did not take. And, and it turned out she got she pregnant. said no she didn't <laughs> but she got left and just like you said so i mean you know i'm saying your advice was wise mm-hmm. not that she didn't take you know I what i'm saying have wise advice yep now doretta uh are you into contraceptives absolutely <laughs> not as soon as my daughter was 13 <laughs> i took them to planned parenthood whether or not they needed it did you try to return your daughter and bring her? <laughs> like, like Coles. Coles. <laughs> right. I know you. I returned like old condoms. These were not Party up to city my, wouldn't take these your daughter's These were not up back. to my standards. <laughs> these condoms don't fit that much of a load. <laughs> this birth control pack had two missing pills. <laughs> of course. I remember I took Emily, my older daughter, when she started college, she asked me to go to Planned Parenthood with her. And I was so happy to be with her any moment. We get to Planned Parenthood, and we're, I had just told her on the way, Polly Shore had told me, she goes, Mom, any sentence starting with Polly Shore had told me isn't going to be a good sentence. I go, you're right, but I'm just going to say this. We're not going to discuss it ever again. Polly Shore said, use a condom with KY jelly. Use KY jelly, then a condom, then KY jelly. Oh and then I'll never discuss it with you again. Then we get to Planned Parenthood. We're in the waiting room, and a video comes on that says use a KY jelly, a condom and KY jelly, and we fell out of our chairs laughing at Planned Parenthood. Yeah, it was a great mother-daughter moment. Silly Doretta. Listen, classic Doretta. Classic Doretta. Listen, guys, we only have 19 more hours on stage right now. (laughs) All about Doretta. Listen, they pay us in peanuts and and use condoms here at this hotel in Vegas. But luckily, we do get to stay here for free. We're glad to get it. I live in the cafeteria in the basement (laughs) of this Vegas hotel. And my mother lives in the walls. They call her asbestos. (laughs) But you know, that's just me. Don't worry about me. This is about... This is about Doretta. Well, it's I always appreciate about Doretta. Jeremiah, you're not one of those up-and-comers that complains about the, the food at this hotel. I get so who tired of Jeremiah. Doretta. Doretta, you are going local right now. I've been worried lady. about Doretta. <laughs> I've been worried about her because she, I've been playing piano with her for I just said, last 35 years. She called me some guy's name that I've never heard of in Listen, my life. She tried to drive a fork yesterday. She tried to I'm, drive a fork. I'm worried about Doretta. I said, Doretta, that's not your car. I'm sorry. It's I was a thinking fork. about the pilot on the plane. Excuse me. And I'm thinking about all the pilots that you and I didn't book together. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in Vegas. I don't know what's happening over here. 
Listen, guys, we only have 32 more hours on stage. Don't worry about us. If you'd like to send us jello shots or anything nourishing to the stage, we haven't drank any liquids in about seven hours. This is way more fun than the Chabad telethon. It is. You know, uh, that was a telethon that went wrong. We raised about $4 in 19 hours. Yes. It was very rough that year. Yes, they did not appreciate my dirty Hebrew. I've been over on the on the Vegas Strip on accident, and my butthole popped out because I wasn't wearing a belt. Oh. And, <laughs> and somebody thought that I was doing a striptease. I made more money in that amount of time yes. than I did during that telethon. <laughs> I often walk up down the strip with my hand out, making a little extra money. Shanika and I one time we did a show. Remember Who's Shanika? <laughs> Doretta and I. Who are they, man? She. I'm Rachel. Doretta is going straight up Somebody, book her into the loony bin. We're losing Doretta. We're losing This her. may be our last run with Doretta. <laughs> we all knew it couldn't last. Oh, Gosh, Doretta. we all knew that. I've always we wanted to go. wear that hair. A 43 years on this, on this stage. 43 years, I make a couple of main name mistakes, and all of a sudden you guys are ready to bury me with, with all the rich little. Okay? Doretta, don't worry. I'll find a nice caregiver for you. <laughs> yeah, I bet you will. I hope I will. he's Brazilian. I'm no. ready to go. Doretta, Filipino. We had a lot of fun. Yes. yes and Doretta, we had a good ass run. Yes, it was. But now it's time for us to be done. Oh, Loretta. Oh, Doretta, Doretta, and Loretta. I said, Doretta and Loretta and Loretta and Loretta and Loretta. Loretta, Doretta, Doretta, Loretta, Shalom. I knew a Jewish word was coming right around the corner. <laughs> Listen, guys, that's our time. If you want to leave any more tips at the end of the stage, as seen that there's only the dollar bill that we put on at the beginning of the performance <laughs> to try to initiate more tips, but it also, didn't really work. Also, if you have any shekels, please throw those. I'm if you didn't know to... that her partner was Jewish by now, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> She's made a lot of references. <laughs> you know, I always thought she might be Jewish. Uh, I'd like a I box of wine. Please, please a box of wine. Please, I'm no so emails thirsty. from you anti-Semites. I get enough. This has been so nice, and, and I, I just want to say that I, I think I have a couple of more years in me. I really do. I was talking to Mort the other day. How come you became Jewish about, suddenly? We're thinking about... That's my act. We're thinking about, <laughs> we're thinking about adding, adding a fish to the show. <laughs> That's what's like pla- a, replacing a you, Loretta. No, like a fish Doretta. tank. And we could all do my show in right. the tank. I've never seen this happen in a casino before. They just shut the lights off on us. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's happening. I thought casinos were open 24 hours a day. I'm not sure. I think we got a... Oh, 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 I'm not saying I never got is... an, oh, I just got an eviction notice from the stage. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I think it's our time. Thank you Tragedy. so much. It's back to the Chabad telethon. Oh. Oh. All right, Vicky and Sean are now going to share a story of a sexual encounter in one of my favorite segments and one of yours called Sax Talk. Whenever you are ready, Sean, do you want to start? Okay. Okay, here we go. Whenever you're ready, I'll follow you along with this sweet, sweet saxophone. (laughs) 
So I was performing on an all gay male cruise with 6,000 gay men. And I'd just gotten off stage and I look over and I make eye contact with a guy who was working for the cruise line. And just as he was about to approach me, I was like, game on. Suddenly, a bunch of gay men cock blocked him and they're like, hey, Sean, hey, Sean, hey, Sean. And then when I turned around, he was gone. I didn't see him. And I kept asking people, did you see that guy? Do you know where he works on the cruise? What, where does he work? And all week long on that cruise, I searched and I searched for this guy. Does he work in the spa? Does he work in the gym? Does he work, is he one of the bartenders? And nobody knew, nobody knew. And then came the not like the very last night. And it was the white party where everybody dresses in white in costumes. And so I decided my white party costume, Princess Leia, classic. So I'm dressed as Princess Leia and I look over and I finally see this guy and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's the guy. I said, how come I never saw you? Where do you work on this boat? He said, I'm the glass blower. <laughs> And as soon as he started talking to me, all these gay men came up to try and cock block him again. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. It's good to say all. I said, we got to get out of here. We got to find someplace a little more private. But I know you could get fired for getting with me because I'm a guest and you're an employee of the cruise line. He said, meet me in the room down below where all the employees stay. It's the like below the first floor. I said, okay, but you got to give me 10 minutes. He said, you're going to keep your uniform on, aren't you? I said, you mean my Princess Leia costume? You dirty bird. Of course I will but I had to get back to my stateroom because I had to get my wig cap off so it didn't look like he was fucking Madame the Puppet. I grab a Magnum XL because that's the only condoms I carry. Size queen. And I head dressed as Princess Leia down to the employee's quarters. 
And then I start searching for his room number and I can't find it. And I'm running around looking like Princess Leia. I knock on a door. I knock on the wrong door. I knock on another wrong door. I go back to where I came from. I see a, a gay guy from the cruise who's actually sitting with a guy who's an employee of the cruise. And I'm figuring, well, this employee might keep it secret. And I said, could you tell me where the glass blower lives? <laughs> And he said, oh, he, you know, gives me his right number. So I go over to that number. I knock on the door and he answers. And I slip into his tiny, tiny little quarters. And we get together and I'm in my costume as Princess Leia. It's really kinky. And then as I realize I'm going down on him, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm blowing the glass blower. (laughs) and that night was pretty wild and in the wee hours of the morning i say goodbye and i leave his little tiny headquarter room and i'm walking through the hallways where all the employees live and i see i see all the cameras and i'm like oh my god this just doesn't look good this guy's gonna get fired so there really was only one thing for me to do so i stopped in my princess leia costume i looked up at the cameras and i leaned in and i said help me obi-wan you're my only hope <laughs> lucky glass blower blowing the glass blower it's irony at its best Blowing the glass blower. <laughs> Man, that's, that's a, a t-shirt. Story. That's a t-shirt. I blew the glass blower. That's <laughs> so great. Did he give you a trinket or something, you know, a piece of glass or anything? I didn't want one. <laughs> I didn't want a piece of glass. I don't need a tchotchke. <laughs> but he did come visit me once. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Took the glass blower out. Yeah. We went to the comedy store, I think. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I think I might have met that glass blower. <laughs> Looking back. Vicky, do you have a do you have a, a a little story? It's not as good. It's okay, but it's it, mine. All right, it, there you go. So I worked for my parents. We had a carpet business for like twenty years. We opened it when I was nineteen, so I was about twenty years old. And I kept looking at the way the pad rolls were in this pad room. They're six feet long, about three feet wide, and they stacked up irregularly. And there was this uh, carpet rep named Bob Arnold, and uh, he, I thought he was really cute. And one night. Um, we were, we, uh, we were having some drinks because there was a liquor store, of course, next to the carpet store. And um, and so, he, you know, he kind of like came up to me and he was like kind of messing with me, like kissing me and everything. And I'm like, uh, you know, I've always wanted to do it in the pad room because I think the configuration would be pretty amazing. Like I'd be a gymnast and stuff. <laughs> so I close the door, you know, and like lock it. But I thought turning off the lights meant that we were closing and everything. So we went way back to the back of the shop and into the pad room. It was open on one side, but it was so messy back there. So, so we climbed up onto these rolls, and it was just as I thought it would be. I mean, the positions that it naturally led you to, you know, it was just incredible. I mean, it was like I could do things on those pad rolls that I could never do. It like it's almost like being in water or something. <laughs> I was getting so I was screaming, and then all of a sudden, this guy comes to the back of the store. Excuse me! Excuse me! <laughs> 
And then literally I slid off the bottom of the roll with my no underwear on. I'm like, that was in the days before Yelp, though, when you could treat people like you wanted to. But I can imagine if there was Yelp, what he would have written. I just recommend it to anyone who can, you know, afford that many rolls of pad in a small room. I would do it again if I had an extra space. (laughs) Boom. Wow. Vicky. That was awesome. Can I get a roll of carpet? Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, what the? What's going on over here? Oh, my God. God. Wow. Oh, my God. Did she come with the roll? (laughs) What's going on over here? She sure did. (laughs) That carpet's used. I mean, used. I mean, it's gently used. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Vicky, Sean, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And is there anything you'd like to plug or anything before... uh, before you head out? Yeah, we, we actually, we're really happy. Thank you for having us yeah. on the show, Jeremiah. And uh, we are actually here because we started a, a podcast and it's called Trailer Park Diaries. And uh, you can find it on All Things Comedy, Spotify, uh, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. But it's a really fun, kind of half-scripted, improvised podcast. And it's pretty true to form about Vicky and I as best friends. But there's, you know, a little written part where I actually move into Vicky's trailer park and we find a trunk full of diaries and we read them. Yeah, we sort of some diaries and <clears throat> kind of mess with them, but it's it's been really fun. We've been having a ball and we and it's just like here, you know, you forget that you're you're, there's an audience and we just really say things we shouldn't have said and a lot yeah, of our we'll family is no longer soon, talking so to us but um, it, we've been just having a ball doing it and it's because it's kind of a different format the diary it's kind of a mystery and people have got, it's been fun because it's it's something that isn't on anything else yeah <clears throat> so we, we've been and plus we're just having a ball together we had it gave us something to do during covid we started working on it during that time and it just had we we have just had so much fun yeah and we're working on the second season now that we're up to season episode seven in our first season this today dropped <clears throat> we have 12 and then our next diary we started working on already so mm-hmm. we're just uh, we really had a lot of fun with it heck yeah yeah. Awesome. Well, also, uh, they're both great stand-up comedians that I've watched and shared the stage with for years, guys. So if you are, if Sean or Vicky is in your city, go see them live. Um, thank you, ladies, for coming on the show. Love thank you. you so thank much. you so yeah. much. We Jeremiah. love you. Congratulations on the show. Oh, yeah. thank you. And what you wore today. And really <laughs> nice outfit. Full circle, baby. JQ, baby. <laughs> JQ. JQ, hey. <laughs> Oh, my God.